In the Mandalorian Episode 3, Season 3, we got to see TIE Interceptors at their finest against Bo-Katan and Din Djarin. While the first batch were unsuccessful in defeating the heroes, of course, the massive battalion of them that appeared was enough to push Mando and Bo into hyperspace. Let's take a deep look at TIE Interceptors and go over some cool top 10 facts about them. Now before we begin, it's important to note that TIE Interceptors represent a significant advancement in the TIE series of Starfighters. They're not your regular run-of-the-mill TIEs. They had a unique wing design, they had improved speed and maneuverability, which set them apart from other TIE models, making them a very formidable force in the universe. In addition to their enhanced firepower and targeting systems, the TIE Interceptor pilots are an elite group within the Imperial Navy. Overall, the TIE Interceptor demonstrates the Empire's commitment to refining and improving its starfighters to maintain dominance in space combat. Starting off with number one, their origin. We saw TIE Interceptors introduced in Star Wars Episode VI Return of the Jedi as a much more advanced model of the standard TIE. They were designed to address the shortcomings of the standard TIE, particularly in terms of speed and maneuverability and targeting. Number two, design. TIE Interceptors are distinguished by their distinct wing design, which features four arrow-shaped panels attached to the central spherical cockpit. This design improves their speed, maneuverability, and overall performance compared to other TIE models. Number three, speed. TIE Interceptors are one of the fastest starfighters in the Imperial fleet, capable of reaching speeds of up to 1,250 kilometers per hour in atmosphere. This makes them a very formidable opponent in space combat. Number four, maneuverability. In addition to their impressive speed, TIE Interceptors boast superior maneuverability, allowing them to outmaneuver most other starfighters with ease. Their agility is one of their most significant advantages in battle. Now, I wouldn't say they're more maneuverable than an N1 Naboo starfighter, but for Imperial fleets, they're top class. Number five, armament. TIE Interceptors are equipped with four LS-93 laser cannons mounted on the tips of their wings. These weapons provide greater firepower than the standard TIE Fighter, making TIE Interceptors a more significant threat to enemy ships and targets. These four laser cannons have a configuration that allows the TIE Interceptor to deliver a more concentrated and powerful barrage of fire compared to the standard TIE Fighter. Number six targeting systems. The TIE Interceptors possess advanced targeting systems, enabling them to lock onto enemy ships quickly and efficiently. This feature is of course crucial in ensuring the effectiveness of their laser cannons. Number seven, their role in the Imperial fleet. The TIE Interceptors are often deployed as fast response fighters and interceptors, tasked with defending Imperial installations and engaging enemy fighters in space combat. Number eight, pilots. The pilots of the TIE Interceptors are typically selected from the best TIE Fighter pilots, the creme de la creme, making them an elite group within the Imperial Navy. These pilots undergo rigorous training to master the advanced capabilities of this ship. Number nine, production. These TIEs were manufactured by Sinar Fleet Systems, the same company responsible for producing other TIE models. They were mass produced in large numbers to bolster the Imperial fleet. And that's something that Palpatine really cared about. Not so much firepower as much as he you know, had the Death Star or the effectiveness of stormtroopers, but rather having a massive number of soldiers 
and fleets. He felt this was much more impressive and really broke the determination and soul of his enemies. Of course, in my opinion, I think quality over quantity is much more something Palpatine should have been focusing on. Like, I think a hundred clones could have taken out 10,000 stormtroopers, but at the end of the day, even that's going to be quite difficult. Finally, number 10, its successor. The TIE Interceptor served as a basis for the development of future TIE models, such as the TIE Defender and TIE Phantom, which built upon the Interceptor's successful design and capabilities. I can make videos on those as well as they're pretty interesting and the research behind them is always fun to find. This was a top 10 on TIE Interceptors. I hope we get to see more of them. And I believe that Thrawn was the one behind this fleet. I don't think it was Moff Gideon, but I wanna know what you guys think as well. Thanks for watching today's video and I'll see you all in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.